Welcome back to the FAA podcast. Uh, coming to you from Adelaide, the Congress. We are sort of towards the end of the of the sessions. Carly Lyon has joined. Carly Lyon has joined me on the couch. I better get your name right. Uh, uh, even though my words tend to be losing me, uh, I've, I've gone. I oh, look. I oh, look. You know, I'm nowhere. Gone. Yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere. <laughs> I'm nowhere. Thank you so much for com- coming in. You've um, just recently got off stage. Yes. Uh, so you're all pumped up and ready to go. <laughs> yep. I've uh, been chatting to people after your session. Do you want to start? Let's start with a little bit about you. Mm. Tell us a little bit about you and, and your background. So, to tell you about my background, I have to go back a little bit, uh, but I'll give you the abridged version. So, I launched my own PR consultancy at 21, ended up traveling all over the world representing a whole bunch of high profile individuals, which were a very varied bunch. So, a world leading supermodel. Um, New York Times best-selling authors, a world-leading economist, uh, inventors, musicians, even a celebrity foot reader, which was a very oh, interesting client. I was thinking client. about getting into that. I'll ask you about that later. <laughs> so I did that for well over a decade. And actually, Fraser, the reason I tell you that is it was, wasn't until I went on extended maternity leave that I realized – I'd spent all of this time building the personal brands of these amazing people and I understood the power and purpose of personal branding, but I hadn't applied the thinking to myself. And that made me realize, well, if that's the case for me, then there's probably a lot of talented, ambitious individuals who haven't applied the thinking and the power of personal branding to themselves. And, you know, how can I help change that? I also, so today I'm a personal branding speaker and coach and that's what I do full time. I travel the world. I work with different organizations, uh, amazing individuals. It's all around personal branding. Yep, fantastic. So the, the, the plumber that has the leaky tap sort of <laughs> yeah. scenario, it's funny that's a reflection moment. You go, oh. Oh really? I uh, I uh, that didn't happen. Okay. Um so that, that, fantastic. Thank you for that. And so you've launched your you you launched a while ago and you run your yep. own business now. Yeah. Um you've been presenting here at the yes. Congress and tell us a little bit about the what you've been presenting on. Well, I tried to give the audience a real clear snapshot of what I think are the most important elements when it comes to an individual starting to think about going on that personal branding journey. So, we talked about first, well, what's the definition of a personal brand, which, just so you know, Fraser, is the way an individual intentionally presents and packages who they are and what they do for a purpose. I love, so the, word, I love the intentional yes. part of that, right? Because people do can have a personal brand mm-hmm. unintentionally. Well, actually, this is what I talked about. So, I disagree with that statement. I'll tell you why. Most people, and there's a really fine line, very blurry line between a reputation and a personal brand. So 100% to your point, an individual might have a reputation whether they've shaped it or not. In yep. fact, that, that generally can be the case, the case, right? <laughs> but you can't have a personal brand whether you shape it or not because it's a very intentional act. So that was part of the message I wanted to get to the audience today is you don't have a personal brand until you're intentionally shaping it and really thinking about how am I showing up? Where am I showing up? Why am I showing up? So we talked about that. Then we talked about the three thoughts that hold an individual back from showing up. And these 
I found are very universal in terms of those fears and insecurities that keep people from putting themselves out there, posting that article on LinkedIn or pitching themselves. And listening to their voice on a podcast, <laughs> yes, perhaps, exactly. as one of those intentional things that people stop people from getting yes. out there on this type of medium is they're worried about how they sound. Yes. And, and the reality is, from what I understand, you might know better than me, the way I hear my voice is not how you oh, hear my oh, voice. Oh, very different. Very yeah. different. Yeah. So, yeah. what I'm judging is not what you're hearing. Co- correct. So, yeah. and, and I always say to people when they're on a podcast, you're going to hear your own voice in a different light. But don't worry because that's how everybody else <laughs> yeah. hears you yeah. when you show up every day, when you have – and guess what? Not many people tell you to go away because your voice sounds different to what they Absolutely. were expecting. Nobody does that. No right? one. Nobody. And so no one. The, the, yeah, 100%, the only person that's thinking that is you. That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. And then we talked about how to be, how an individual can become the boss, B-O-S-S, of their personal brand. Oh, this sounds like an acronym coming on. It is an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> we so, love a good acronym, don't we? You know, it's you can't beat a good acronym. Yep. My kids speak in acronyms. All right. The other day. Your K-I-D-S my, yeah, speak in acronyms. Yeah, yeah. My 11-year-old sent me a text saying, GTG. Have you seen that one? Oh, no, no, I don't. don't. Got to go. Oh, right. Got to go. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've got to keep up with the I'm acronyms. Still, I'm still busy typing out the full word. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. at least if got a word pops go. up, I do hit the button and say, just take that word. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. So, okay. So, what is the acronym? So, it's be your future self, meaning start with the end in mind, know where you want to go, and really start to think about is how I'm showing up resonating with who I want to be. And I talked about some really interesting science and studies that have come out of this idea of future self-thinking. So it's all backed by science. Own your story. And we talked specifically about two important communication assets being your headshot and bio. And we went into some practical tips with that. Serve an audience. So stop thinking about personal branding being a case of self-promotion, turn it into selfless promotion and actually focus on adding value. And then lastly is seek a platform. So this idea that most people buy into is when I'm good enough, Fraser will invite me on his podcast instead of the reality being actually you have to pitch to be featured as a speaker. You have to pitch to go on someone's podcast. Are there instances where those opportunities are incoming? Sure. But a lot of the time, especially in the beginning of an individual's personal branding journey, you have to be putting it out. You have to plant the seeds. Yeah, and on the, and on the flip side of that, whether it's a media agency or somebody's doing a news article, whether it's a podcast or a blog, people are also seeking content. Yes. To then be able to turn into a story because it's very difficult to keep coming up with content all 100%. the time. So that, you know, that seeking uh, happens both ways. A hundred percent. So don't feel like you're out there going, does anyone want to hear from me? <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes. Yes. They do. They're looking for good content. And if you've taken that step and made the effort to make sure I'm adding value, I'm giving here then of course you're going to get the added benefits of being seen as an expert. You're going to get the added benefits of building your credibility. But you are actually providing a service. And I always had that mindset, not always, but certainly aimed to have that mindset when I was in PR pitching stories. I always approached that with the perspective of I'm basically working for the journalist. Now, I wasn't. I had my clients. 
But when I went in with that mindset, everything changed because I was like, how can I make this story really easy for you that you can't even say no? Yep. Yeah. And, and exactly right. If it's easy for them, it's simple. Yeah. Nice and simple. Thank it's you. It's a no-brainer. Now, I'll take that one because it's easier for me to reply than something I have to go and work out the nuts and bolts. A hundred percent. And, you know, I, this might come across as a bit harsh, but I actually think we're all lazy in a, in a really positive way. It's the, it's the path of least resistance, right? That's a better way of saying yeah. it. <laughs> in fact, Inherently maybe edit lazy. that out. Yeah. <laughs> Carly says all lazy. <laughs> but, you know, we want that path of least resistance. So you're doing people a favor by making it clear about what you do, why you do it and how you do it. It's doing your clients and audience a favor. And the simplicity of that whole thing, that whole process together. Yep. Uh, like you said, the intentional, you know, being who you who yes. you want to be and, and starting with that in mind and then just putting all those things in place. Yes. Uh, and people don't even realize the simplicity of it. Like the, the complexity yes. makes it simple. Yes. Yeah. And it really is that simple. And sometimes I'm guilty of saying to clients, oh, like they'll say what they want. I'm like, this is easy. And they're like, no, Carly, it's really hard. But actually, if you sit down and really break it down, it's not that difficult. And quite frankly, there's a YouTube to explain everything these days. That is, that is true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. But I also think people like somebody there to actually. Yes, I know. Yes, I, we, can all, we can all YouTube things. I think it's uh, very much in most of the fields that people are in. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden uh, you want to, you, can you watch a YouTube and go, yes, I want that. And I know, kind of know how to do it, but can you do it for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be lovely. Yeah, fantastic. And so uh, the BOSS acronym is, is, yes. is generally your, your, your presentation goes through those four models? Well, I think that acronym sums up a lot of the messages that I'm trying to put out there. Do I have other frameworks and approaches? Yes, of course. But there's only so much you can cover in a 60-minute a presentation. But I do think they are the most important components. If you can get those elements right, you're well ahead of the game. Are there other things you need to consider and other strategies and all the rest? Of course. And with personal branding, it's always going to be very tailored. It has to be very tailored to who you are, who you're trying to reach, how you do what you do. But those fundamental elements apply to anyone doing anything. Yeah. When we talk about the seek part, uh, seeking uh, platform at the end, yes. Um, sometimes we can try and spread across too many platforms. Yep. And other times we just stick to one. Yep. What What are your thoughts on what's the right thing to do in that space? Well, I think experimenting firstly is always powerful. So if you've got one platform that you've done really well and you're getting great results, obviously we don't want to fix what's not broken. So we, we keep to that. I do think getting that as a stepping stone, so really making sure you've got that platform going, you've got that community thriving only then would I say start to look at the other platforms. I do agree with you. There are people who, without having the infrastructure, without having the team behind them, try to do everything all at once and do nothing properly. Uh, but, you know, we only just recently saw what happened with Twitter, which is now X. There were people that had their whole business wrapped up around that one platform. Now, that's scary. Because that, the minute that platform, and look, it's still operating and, and of course now we've got threads and all of that. But if you invest everything in one platform, that can be dangerous as well. So I'll always say, no matter what social media platform you're on, the aim should be either A, 
create a relationship offline because that's a powerful and important step or B, get them onto your platform where you're in complete control of that communication because that's the only way that you know for sure, which is a newsletter or a blog or something like that, that you are going to be able to reach them because all of the other platforms, they can change the rules and we've seen that with a lot of the platforms. All of a sudden, the algorithm might change or it becomes a pay-to-play approach and that can have a dramatic impact on people's businesses. So, you need to stay empowered in that way. Yeah, fantastic. And now when it comes to um, PR, for example, the the concept of talking about yourself or yeah. sending something out to the media, we talked about making it simple, but what, what do you suggest people do when it comes to building those relationships with um, other people that can that, that can talk about them, whether they be reporters or whether they be um, mm. somebody else in, in in the or that somebody else that talks to or writes to um, the people you want to get to? Well, I think it comes back to having a mindset of service. So if, for example, we look at the example of a journalist and we start to follow that journalist's work, you know, what are they writing about? How are they writing about it? What are the angles that they typically are really interested in? You'll get clues very quickly. And I mean, these days with social media, this is such a powerful uh, tool that you have. When I was in PR, you know, what, 15 years ago now, we didn't have social media. So we were shooting blind. We didn't know what is the journalist interested in? What's her or his, you know, unique selling point or unique perspective that I can kind of shape my pitch to? Because at the end of the day, gatekeepers are humans and they have personalities, they have preferences and all of the rest of it. So use social media as a tool to get to know that person. What are their values? What are they writing about? And then come in from a service perspective. So yes, you're pitching yourself, but what is it that you're offering to them that you've already done the work to realize that it is going to actually add value to them and that makes it a a whole lot easier. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing some My of your pleasure. tips and secrets. Uh, not so much secrets, um, <laughs> considering you, you 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 talk about them on stage. Yeah. Uh, if people want to continue a conversation with you, what's the best way for them to, to find you and reach out to you? So it's either my website, which is carlylion.com. Uh, spelt C-A-R-L-I-L-Y-O-N. Yeah. It's funny. I just have to quickly say I was at an airport and I was waiting in America. I was waiting for a flight. And the late the announcer said, Carl the second, come <laughs> Carl the second. I was like, Hey, that's 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 memorable. That's memorable. <laughs> Carl the second. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. Carlylion.com or LinkedIn. Yep. Fantastic. I like to play on LinkedIn. Yep, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Fraser. We really appreciate you having on. Thank you so much for having me.